Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. It's time for Standing on My Soapbox, the daily rant and radio show. We talk about all of the good, bad, and the ugly of current events. Join your host, Scott Fullerton, and co-host, Craig Hurley. You, our listeners, are invited to call in and stand on our soapbox with us. Call 347-989-0126 between 4 and 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Friday. That's 347-989-0126. Now, here are your host and creator, Scott Fullerton, and co-host, Craig Hurley. Well, thank you, Katie, and welcome, everyone, to Standing on My Soapbox. It is Tuesday, uh, May 28th, and we have all had an amazing Memorial Day weekend this past weekend. Hopefully, you all got a three-day weekend out of it. Uh, we are excited to be with you the rest of the week today. Uh, today through Friday, we'll be here every day at 1 o'clock Pacific Time, 4 o'clock Eastern Time. Here for the next hour to talk all about the day's news, uh, politics, pop culture, whatever is on your mind. Call in and let us know, 347-989-0126. That's 347-989-0126. Let's go ahead and bring my co-host and partner in crime, actor and writer, Mr. Craig Hurley. Stand up on my soapbox, buddy, and let's get talking. How you doing? What's going on, dude? I am in beautiful downtown Palm Springs. I made great time this morning. I decided to leave wow. at uh, 8 in the morning. I got here at exactly four hours and one minute into the drive here. And it took less than three wow. quarters of a tank of gas. So I was a happy camper. Excellent. Dude, I was wondering hey, if you Hey, thanks had to you travel. and Katie for coming up and visiting me this weekend in Vegas. I appreciate you guys oh, taking yeah, the trip. And we had a good time. Yeah, no, that was a lot of fun. I'm upset, however, that we didn't actually get to sit down and play poker together, and we didn't get to play craps either. The the craps tables, all the craps tables, at least where we were playing, um, uh, were all, uh, like, jacked up in price. It was like $10 minimums, and and we're like, we, we needed to go someplace else. Um, because, you know, partly it was, I wanted to teach Katie how to play craps too. So, um, you know, uh, but all our poker tables, dude, when we went to play, they were all jammed. They wouldn't even let us sit together. Yeah, we went in there and And then I had to wait. on relatively quickly, but you, we had. Dude, you you were on it almost immediately. And, uh, even Mark just couldn't get on. It was horrible. So you guys were going to go play craps and then that didn't work out either. Because like you said, they did Memorial Day price jacking up there and making sure every every time you roll that dice it costs you five bucks ten bucks or something whatever it is yeah it, it, it kind of sucked that kind of sucked but, at, but overall, we were talking we, we had, were surprised we how it wasn't as busy as we thought on friday it kind of caught up on saturday sunday but right. i had a great time i hope you guys you and katie did it was fun yeah no we had a lot of fun dude and that coffee shop i, I don't even that coffee was so good uh gabby cafe Gabby Cafe, Katie's friend, talked us into going. She has a local friend there and talked us into going to this Cafe Gabby in the uh, Koreatown or Little Chinatown or whatever it is, Little Tokyo area of the area. There was no sign on the door. It was this Game of Thrones (laughs) huge wooden door. You know how many people? There was a coffee shop in there. Yeah. But it was amazing coffee. Amazing food. You sounds, guys inhaled that focaccia pizza. I inhaled my salad. It was good stuff. Dude, I know it sounds mean, but there were two people standing outside of the coffee shop that were like, we can't find this place. And I just didn't say anything. <laughs> I was standing out there smoking a cigarette and I'm like, no, you guys got to figure it out just like we did. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and it's really cool. The inside of it, you know, is, is actually really, really cool. They've got like all these areas where you think that they're not really tables, but there's all these like books and all these pillows and people just sit there. It's really, really cool. 
that whole yeah, area that like was like a shelving area. decorated but... her old parlor and just there's all sorts of different kinds of tables and chairs and our table they cut into they cut the wood to make it look like a, a cassette which i thought was pretty cool and awesome yeah cassette tape yeah that was that was pretty funky cool little place now we ate good though i mean we we hung out quite a bit we got to go to um a nice dinner our first night in friday night right there i stayed in new york new york and they had i forget it was called don something rather but uh, that was some good chicken that Katie and I had, wasn't it? That was some good stuff. Yeah, no, I had that chicken the next day. It was Tom. Tom, uh, I can't remember the name of that that restaurant. It starts with a D. It starts Tom... with a D, but I don't remember it. Dern. Oh, it was it was a D. Yeah, I think I it, was it was a D, a but I'm not. Sure. It, it, it's right when you walk out of New York, New York, and you're on Las Vegas Boulevard, and it's right, literally right. right there. It's you know, it's it's attached to New York, New York. I can't remember the name of it either. Um, but, yeah, they had really good chicken, and, and I ate some good burgers there. So that was really good. Yeah, it's it starting was, out to be a foodie show. Great food, and then uh, we did that, and then we had that friend of Katie's that brought us on to the cafe, cooked us dinner. We had a home-cooked meal, uh, which was amazing. Bruschetta, one of my favorite foods in the planet, was so good. And some pasta yeah. and it was a lot of fun. We we were doing some good eating all weekend. That's for dang sure. Yeah, Sabrina made these meatballs with bacon. Oh my god, dude! I'm I'm bacon, bacon. Uh-huh. So so you were in heaven. That's for sure. <laughs> Tom's Urban. Tom's Urban is what it's called. So That's it. Yeah, I told you it was called. It's Tom's. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Tom's, yeah, Tom's Urban. Urban. I, I got it wrong. Yeah. Sorry about that. But it was really good food, and, uh, yeah, we had a good time. And then I got to spend some time with another friend of mine that I hadn't seen for a long time, like 15 years, and we had a nice little barbecue. Um, so it was it was a good trip. I wasn't planning on being there that long. I wasn't planning on driving through that quick. But I, uh, I ditched all the storms and was able to drive between the raindrops and got there pretty quick. And I appreciate you guys coming up and meet me. We had a great time. Hey, um, I don't mean to switch to the weather, but I'm about to because currently northeastern Ohio is getting pummeled, dude. Uh, there are tornado watches and um, severe thunderstorm warnings is what is actually occurring. Um, and just west of Allentown, Pennsylvania, we've got a tornado warning, which means that there's a tornado on the ground or at least right. a funnel has been sighted. Um, so, but all over the Midwest right now, everywhere from Pennsylvania all the way through uh, Iowa uh, into Nebraska, storms are lighting up in, in Oklahoma currently, um, all, the way, all the way down to Texas. Everybody's, this whole afternoon is just going to be a complete nightmare from right. literally from the Rockies all the way to Pennsylvania. And uh, like yeah, I Boston, gave my mom a quick call because that's where we're from is Northeast Ohio. And it went, it went all across the entire state of Ohio. Dayton is on the yeah. southwest corner and we live up in the northeast corner. And it came across as going through Pittsburgh. So I gave her yeah. a call right before I got into town here. I said, get in the basement and relax. And, and yeah, no, currently, currently northeast and currently your area, currently northeast Ohio is right. getting nailed. Um, the storms are just yeah, and all those storms that hit last night in southern Ohio, just uh, serious tornadoes. A whole bunch of people now, one are dead, displaced in right now. Area. Yeah, quite a bit. Yeah, and over the weekend too, we had a whole thousand households and businesses were still without power Tuesday morning. Yeah. This morning, so yeah. it was it was a lot. Weather is not done for the summer, that's for sure. Oh, no, no, uh, and it's just going to get worse. It's every day, and the storms are more severe. That's what I was talking about before. But I got to say, we had so. perfect weather in Vegas. I mean, what did it stay around, 72 to 78? Oh, there? man, it was, and, uh, ni- it was chilly. Amazing. It was chilly. It was amazing. At one point. It was like It's supposed to get to 90. Chilly. This week. I guess let's get to 95 in Palm Springs this weekend, so it's going to hit us both in Southern Cal here. Um, yeah, at the same time weekend. that they're – they're having massive tornadoes down in places like Jacksonville, Florida. They're um, blown out heat records. So it was 100 right, right. degrees almost three days in a row. So it was like 98, 99, and 100 degrees solid 
in all those three days. So it's that's not good. Um, you know, those areas cooking, and uh, there's a lot of old people down there. Uh, they got to watch out. You know, check your air conditioners, make sure all that's working, and right, check on right. the elderly when when you know heat like that happens because a lot of people just die heat exhaustion definitely yeah well speaking of dying i mean have you talked what's going on in mount everest i mean they had another (laughs) i'm sorry i don't mean to laugh so far this year yeah 11 deaths and this last one this last death is no it's it's the same um we're dealing with severities and weather over here because of climate change and over on Mount Everest, which is in Indonesia, right, um, they, they are experiencing very little snow. So you've got a whole bunch of people that have always wanted to climb Mount Everest climbing when they're not trained, right. they're not qualified. Um, and so they're blocking up the entire peak. There's like from the summit to the peak, there's all these people that are just wanting to get to the peak. And, and and they're all pausing, and there's this huge traffic jam of people um, up on that ridge. And right. so people are walking around people and trying to get to the peak, and they're literally falling and dying. Um, this last guy, uh, he is already this – was, this was his bucket list. This was it. Um, he has already climbed – uh, six of the, from what I understand, he already climbs to the peak, uh, six of the tallest mountains, and then Mount Everest is the seventh. Is and he got to the wow. peak, and right after that, I didn't know that. Got, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he's actually a you know qualified and a, a really good you know climber. And this is a guy. That, right. <laughs> this is what he does. You know, it's not just some some freaks out there going. Oh, I want to climb it just because I can right now because there's no snow. So right. they're experiencing an immense amount of heat over there and less snow, you know. And over here, we're experiencing some snow currently. We've got snow in the Rocky Mountains again. So you know, and, and it's happening today, tomorrow, or yeah, within the next twenty-four hours. Yeah, snow here in uh, in Palm Springs. I just posted and, in Palm Springs. Yep. So yeah, big bear. Big Bear has like so, two yeah, feet. I'm surprised. Everybody's skiing in June. <laughs> well, I told you when I drove into to Palm Springs, I came from spent the night outside of Denver, about 35, 40 miles this side of Denver, going towards Las Vegas. And I left that morning, and I posted on social media there was snow where I was staying in Denver that night, but it wasn't really that bad. It was on the side of the road. But then driving into Vegas the next morning, I left at like eh, 7 or 8 in the morning, I think 7-ish in the morning. And going through Vail, there was still ice on the road. And it was a little treacherous coming down yeah. that mountain. I was a little scared, I got to tell you. Yeah. I, didn't, yeah, I wasn't I warned expecting you. that on May 20th or whatever I was there, 24th, 25th. It was pretty crazy. You know, they could just put in heated concrete in areas that they know that there's going to be ice and snow. It could, it's just, it's that easy. It really is. And, right. you know, it provides jobs. So as far as maintenance is concerned. There you go. Come on, stand on our soapbox with us, guys, and talk about your solutions to this weather crisis. I don't want to keep it morbid, but I do want to transition one more time while we're in our death talk here. Um, nice. It's interesting. Uh, did you see where that guy got his leg bit off by a shark in Maui over the weekend and died? Yeah, and he died. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. I'm, I'm, I, you know, I, 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 I'm like, well, I don't know why the dolphins haven't told the, all the sharks to just kill every human they see that are that's swimming. <laughs> we're, we're a problem, you know, to this planet. We're, we're, we're not definitely not a solution. I don't see anybody with any solutions to the we problem. We should be able to enjoy our oceans as much as them, though. We should be polluting. We should be able to enjoy. Oh our no oceans. way! This poor no, guy. We, uh, we, do we enjoy our oceans? Dude, the Pacific garbage patch. that just retired. The, 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 uh, it's, it's all right. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I have it's no not all right, dude. I, go to the, I love the beach. I love going in the ocean. Don't tell me I'm not going in the ocean. I'm telling you this. I'm going to enjoy the you ocean. You can go in the ocean, but, dude, you're going to have to deal with more plastics and more garbage than you are sharks. So uh, we keep dumping shit into the oceans and expect, you know, our oceans to like 
clean it up by itself. I, I don't know what you know humans are thinking. So I, I, I'm all, I, I'm for the shark on the on this. Uh, well, that guy was out a little far. I think they said he was out like 60 yards. And I, I think I don't. I think you've been to Ohio, to Hawaii. I've been to Hawaii quite a few times, and it's such yeah, it's, it's such a, a slight in, incline. You can go out pretty far and not be that deep. But this guy was like 60 yards out, which is quite away from shore, even though it right. only might be up to your neck. That's far out. That's living in shark territory there. I'm sorry. Also, well, I don't like to go. Yeah. Once you, I, I, call, I call that like when I'm snorkeling or scuba diving, there's like this right. blue wall that I just won't go past. And, yeah. and I know that right on the other edge of that thing is a humongous shark. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm just, when I'm underwater, I look at that and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going over there. You know, it's like, I'll stay over here. There's some nice, pretty fish. <laughs> I'll, I'll stay over right here. Oh, look, a more eel. There you, go. you know, cool. Yeah. Um, I'm not going out. I don't need to go over there. So that, that, Dark now, I love water. Hawaii. The water's warm. And like I said, you can go out pretty far and only be waist deep, but I don't go out very yep. far. I go out maybe 25 feet. Uh, that's far enough for me, even though it only goes you, up to just over my be- belly. I don't care. I don't want to go out where all the fishies are swimming careful. around there. You do have to be careful. I was on Lanai, and the, the Pineapple Island, which right. actually got got pretty messed up um, during uh, the last hurricane that hit. And, uh, it, um, uh, it's a beautiful Island. It's really small, but it's where Dole pineapple plantation is. And that's the only place where pineapples grown, by the way, is, is Hawaii. So, um, they, you know, they, they really need to repair that plantation. Otherwise nobody's having any pineapple. Um, the, uh, but I was on the beach and, um, my sister was with me on on the ride over, because we rode over from Maui, uh, and I got like, and it was real like choppy. Not, it was nothing. It was nothing for everybody else. It was like three foot right. waves, just stupid. You know, I mean, just really low, really dumb waves. And and of course, I threw up on the way over. So I was like, I'm not going to take the tour of the whole plantation. I don't want to be driving around and throwing up all day. So I'm already right. motion sick, you know. And and so I just decided to stay on the beach. And I was in knee deep water. And I, I was like, I don't know how old I was, 10 years old, something like that. And, and I was in knee deep water and a wave came up and took me out and I was tumbling underwater. And I just remember just like letting myself kind of tumble and not, not be like trying to fight any of it. It was, I was just kind of along for the ride. And I, it, it popped me up out where the boats were anchored. And, and I was like, okay, so that's my first experience with a riptide. I actually knew, you know, what, what I had just gotten hit by. So, cause it literally sucked me way out to, it had to be, I, I don't even know how far out I was. I mean, I had to swim back and, uh, right. and it's, a, I'm lucky, I guess, that it let me go, but that's something that you do have to be concerned with when you're on when you're in Hawaii or when you're at the beach anytime look out for that riptide because that thing will just suck you way out there I was right, way out right. there I was out where the boats were anchored so that was yeah, one of my experiences way too far out for me, in Hawaii I mean. and in the beach yeah no it was I pretty far out. I, I had I had to be like 100 yards out I mean I was pretty far out by the time it let me go yeah that that's quite a bit I don't go out that far and some of those, like Kauai, those those surf gets pretty big. North Shore, the surf gets pretty big. Yeah. I mean, when you're in parts of Maui and you're in Waikiki, then you can, like I said, you can walk out 50 to 100 yards. There's and areas, to yeah, neck. there's so many, like, but, bays in, in Maui. There's so many areas where you can snorkel where the water's not even, right. like, five feet, six feet deep. You know, it doesn't get any deeper than that. There's so many right. areas on the beach. But there's a lot of areas that, yeah, you can be like if you're off the even Waikiki. There, there's areas that those those waves get huge, so you can't. Right. I mean, you know, they're like four stories tall. You can't even be messing with any of that. So you got. Yeah, my really favorite place that. to stay in Hawaii is the Turtle Bay Hilton. It's on the North Shore, and it's, right. it's serious waves all around. But it's a gorgeous place. I love staying there. Um, I've been to Hawaii quite a few times because California is kind of like going to Florida. 
when you live on the East Coast, I've noticed that everyone now that I'm living in Ohio, everyone goes to Florida because it's relatively right. expensive. And it used to be for California, you can go to Hawaii relatively cheap. Um, right. It's funny you talk about pineapple. Pineapple costs about $800 a glass over there, even though they grow it there, because everything's right. imported to the islands, so everything's so expensive and normal. <laughs> but you'd think the one thing they would grow would be at a decent price. But no, pineapple juice is still yeah, no, no, no. $40 a glass no. or whatever. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't understand. Don't understand. Well, it's still got to be imported from the other island after it's processed. So that's true. I guess so. I guess so. So what else is going on? Have you guys made it back to uh, LA yet, or are you guys taking another day to get there? No, we're taking another day. So we decided nice. to hang out in Las Vegas. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Well, like I said, I'm a great time here to Palm Springs. I will now be here for exactly a month, so just about. I, it's the 28th, and I check out on the 26th. So I'm looking forward to uh, the next uh, 28, 29 days here in beautiful downtown Palm Springs. And we'll see. Hopefully the weather doesn't get too terribly hot. But I'm looking forward to bringing uh, my radio show here and bringing a lot of guests up from L.A. to come talk to us. So that will be a lot of fun. Yeah, you're looking at the 90s. You're looking at 90s coming up here. I can deal with that. That's a, that's okay. Yeah, 90s I want right. to do it poolside again. I wanted to do the show poolside the last two years, but it's been too hot for that. So I'll probably have to do it in my room again, but that's okay. I can deal with it. Cool. So what else is going on? What's on your radar? What have you seen? I've been driving all morning. Anything exciting you're talking about? Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. Um, uh, tweeted something about I don't know what the exact tweet is uh, but something about um, uh, that um, uh, all you know uh, Memorial Day not happy but we are all you know um, um, doing this Memorial Day for for transgender LGBTQ men and women military and I, I don't know I'm paraphrasing the hell out of it but okay, she was yeah. supportive. Yeah, she was she was supportive all the way around for all people who have ever been in the military, and uh, and she's just getting a bunch of flack for it. She's no pun intended there. She's getting a bunch of um, you know a bunch of like bad tweets and people are going after her on on Twitter. So um, I just you know she's just trying to be supportive as far as I can see for for all of them out there. For every single yeah, person. Yeah, I saw something about it. I haven't got to see it yet all the way, but I mean, thank you to everyone who's serving out there. But now, uh, yeah, of course, trans people cannot serve openly anymore. Um, don't ask, don't tell was repealed. That was nice, but trans has gone into their own. Don't ask, don't tell anymore for that. So it's kind of taken a step backwards there. So good for her for saying something. Um, yeah. Her and Matthew Broderick have both been huge on LGBT rights, but they're from the theater community, and of course, in Hollywood. So most of the community is, but uh, she gave them a, a special mention, I guess, and I haven't read the exact quote yet either, but, uh, oh, here we go. Why can't it just be everyone that served? I have a transgender relative. The last thing you wanted to be is to singled out. I wish we could honor all service people. Lord Jesus, I'm waiting for the special Muslim service people shout out. Make me vomit. <laughs> Okay, I guess she was. Is that what she said? Yeah. She was a little, a little yeah. <laughs> so, strong on she's, it. She's an artist, and she's an artist, yeah. and, you know, she's she's trying to say. I've got a, a one of my cousins, Richard Wiley, is missing in action in Vietnam. Mm. So, I, you know, I've and I've got military in my family, and I also have military who are friends. And, uh, you know, I'm uh, and I've also, like I just said, uh, have military who are missing and uh, not found. So obviously, after, you know, 30 years, you got to presume 40 years, you got to presume dead. And um, and I've always thought, you know, maybe he went AWOL and found some really cute Vietnamese chick and just hanging out or (laughs) Vietnamese dude and just hanging out, you know, and and living his life. That's a good way to remember him. I like that. That's a good yeah, that's what I, that's what I've always felt. You know, I always thought you know that would be a good scenario. Um, but uh, he was actually in Laos, which we weren't supposed to be in Laos at the time. Um, and she was on some top secret mission and didn't come back mm. from said mission. So um, wow. yeah, 
but um, you know, I'm 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 very supportive on all this, and, and at the same time, um, you know, there there's you know there's a lot of people that are uh, accusing the people that are kneeling, you know, during the national anthem. Um, right. uh, you know, as disrespectful to the military when it's not, it's about, it was initially when Colin Kaepernick did that, it was initially about, um, uh, black men being shot unarmed black men being shot by police. And, right, right. and, you know, there's, there's always been this where, you know, for some reason unarmed or just black men in general have always been targeted. And for, for, you know, and I'm, it's disproportionate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, all the way back, you know, when, with lynchings and I mean, just keep going back and, and, uh, you right, know, when right. they were even first brought here, cause they didn't come here under their own, under their own, um, uh, 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 will or power. They were brought here. So, right. um, you know, as slaves. So, you know, it's like, there's, we, we, you know, we really had, it's been happening the whole time that they were, since they were brought here and right. it's really got to stop. Chuckle, but I just, we, I crack us no. up. I mean, we crack ourselves up because we're, we're two white guys talking about abortion and two white guys I, talking, yeah, about talking about, about the, abortion, the, talking the, about race issues. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> Who the hell? <laughs> it's like, yeah, well, we have opinions and opinions. Who the hell are we to actually have an opinion on this? Well, like, I'd, I'd love for somebody, call, I'd love for somebody to call in. If you're not white and old like us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please call in three four seven nine. But Memorial Day is a little different. I mean, you, I think you and I were probably one of the last generations that had to actually sign up for the draft on your 18th birthday. So many people today don't even know what that is like since we've had this all volunteer army for so long that you know right. people don't experience it like when people were actually drafted to go in the service, and everybody knew somebody because they were drafted. We haven't had that happen. I mean, not me and my three brothers or two brothers have not served. Any of the three of us never served. It was volunteer, um, not for well, any my particular reason in general. But. Yeah, no, my brother, my brother does serve and has served his whole life, so right. off and on in the Air Force, and is currently serving. So, um, I, you know, I, you know, I, I have that. I've had that my whole life. I've, I've seen that and been next to it. So. Um, you know, and I'm, and I'm still on, on, you know, on like Colin Kaepernick's side on this stuff. So, you know, it's like, it's, it, it, it's like, no, I, not that I'm on his side. It's more that I'm, that I'm understanding where he's coming from, especially knowing right. that someone like Francis Scott Key, who wrote the national anthem was writing it in, in a farcical way. He was a sarcastic poet. And when he wrote it, he wrote Home of the Brave and Land of the Free or Land of the Brave and Home of the Free, whatever the hell it is. Um, he wrote it with a question mark. It's not, you know, yeah, yeah, Land of the Free. It's a question mark. It's not a statement. It's not right. a period. It's a question because there were still people who were enslaved. So who actually is free here is what he was right. questioning. And they turned it into the national anthem. <laughs> so, you know, I'm, I'm like, okay, well, there's going to be protests against that. It's a protest song. Right. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's uh, people that just don't understand the difference between Memorial Day and Veterans Day. Veterans Day honors everyone that serves. Memorial Day are those that have fallen. We need to pay attention to that. And yeah. thank your brother for his service. But like I said, that's yeah. a more veteran. Um, that's more that veteran. Yeah. Those that, have, that have fallen. Yep. All right. Um, we do have a caller on the line. Let's go ahead and bring Chris from East Central Illinois on the line. Chris, welcome to Standing on My Soapbox. Uh, what do you want to talk about? Oops, hold on. Maybe he's not in. There he goes. Okay. Chris, what's going on? Chris. Chris, is he calling in because he's being currently hit by a tornado? 
I, there is not much I can do for you. Um, lay down in a bathtub, uh, I, you know, or put it on film, you know, and, and make sure you put it out there so that we can all see it. Chris, where are you at, dude? There's Chris. In, uh... Chris, how you doing? Welcome to the show. Can you hear us? Hello? Hey, how you doing, Chris? Yeah, What's I can up? hear you. Thanks for calling uh, in. What's yeah, on your mind, sorry. man? Sorry, you're good. Uh, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of storms hitting this they've been hitting us so sorry if uh you can't hear me so well I have a bunch of talk coverage. yeah it sounds like it sounds like your antennas are getting ripped out of the ground dude you guys all right then? yeah yeah we've been oh. yeah my town hasn't but uh yeah can you guys hear me I'm sorry <laughs> I'm not trying yeah to now I can show. hear you you sound good now buddy you sound good I appreciate it thanks for calling in. <laughs> Uh, be safe out there. What's going on? What kind of, what do you want to talk about today? Well, I just uh, I I think it's interesting to talk about all these ra- uh, race relations and all of this other stuff when it talks about law enforcement. And I myself have gone up against law enforcement personally. Um, I actually, in my youth, was able to shut down. Uh, not single-handedly, obviously. Okay, you're fading out a little bit, Chris. So what what happened in your youth now? Say that one more time. Um, I was able in my youth as a legal defense to shut for us police department. Oh wow, okay. And I and how did that happen? Okay, and, what happened? Um I I was pulled over because they had a series of different uh speed with it. So it was inevitable that they would pull almost everybody over. Okay. Um, yeah, and you're you're a white guy too. You're you're on the white guy network today. It seems. Are you white? Am I white? Okay. And, and I thought, so. I'm talking about this... actually like. No, I'm talking about strategy here. Oh, okay. As strategy. a white okay. man. Yeah, yeah. As a white man, I was able to get thousands of white people fired. Because they were acting in a corrupt fashion. Nice. Oh, okay. Good for you. That's, yeah. How did how did you go about doing that? Who did you have to report that to? Uh, what I had to do, you guys can look this up yourselves. Uh, in 2014, Waldo, Florida Police Department was shut down. What I did was I I first firsthand experienced uh, their corruption, and then I went around and I was a legal defense able to be in conversations. And they had clients, and we all came together, and it wasn't a mass action lawsuit. It was just dozens upon dozens of complaints filed at the time. So there was evidence of corruption from several different officers in that department. And myself, I was able to go directly towards We all filed our stuff together. I was literally standing in (laughs) Alachua County Court. It was me first, and the guy kind of scoffed me off because I didn't have a bar card. And then the next three people behind me had bar cards, and they were actually attorneys. And he wasn't laughing oh, after nice. that. So, nice. Yeah, exactly. So when you step in the realm of their nonsense thing, if you have all the evidence that there is corruption, then, uh, then yeah, I stepped into their realm. I showed how several officers were being very corrupt. They were pulling people over for no reason, uh, no matter their skin color, because there were a lot of white people down there in Florida. And uh, what we did was we came together and we filed a bunch of complaints simultaneously. And by the time that the insurance companies were able to read the complaints that had verifiable evidence, they were no longer able to insure them. So a police department does not exist without insurance. So when you're uninsurable, you no longer have a police department. And that's how we took them down. Well, good for you. And what what made – what made you kind of step up to that? What was the thing that kind of broke your your last straw with the corruption? What was it that you noticed that you wanted to go after in particular? Well, I have I have an aspect. Uh, when you become a law enforcement agent, first of all, you have to swear an oath. And the right. moment that you violate that oath, then you are open to any any punishment that the public can possibly provide. I think that if you are a law enforcement agent, if you're a soldier, if you're all these different other categories of people who have authority, you automatically 
accept the responsibility to have a higher tier and a higher standard of, uh, you know, decency and you know, law-abiding citizenship placed upon you. And the moment that you violate that, the punishment should be harsher. <clears throat> right. Because your trust yeah, exactly. it should be harsher. And most of the time it is. And most of the time the punishment is harsher for things like treason. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so the, only time, the only time in history, not history, but recent history, that a punishment has been taken before court and it's been, uh, you know, they've thrown more punishment is when it's a law enforcement agent. Yeah. Right. Did you blow so the lawyers away when you were speaking first? Did you blow the lawyers away a bit? No, I, I, I was working with the lawyers. What I, I did was I, I, um, I ended up pissing off. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not trying to use foul language, but I ended up That's pissing okay. off the okay. sheriff, two different chiefs of police, two judges, and the state's attorney. And I, and uh, the only way that I was able to make it out of there because at a certain point they were pulling me over just to ask me if my day was going. Right. So, yeah, so I got out of there because I know that it's very easy for people to disappear in Florida. Uh, so I left there, and I promised the judge that I would <laughs> never return to Florida. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of swamps, a little bit of bayou, a lot, a lot of, of ocean. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a little <laughs> bit of a peninsula there. Were you from there originally, or did you go back home to Illinois area? Oh, no, sir. No, I uh, was a legal defense counselor in Illinois before I went down there. Uh, oh, okay. I, I, practiced in, uh, I practiced in Illinois, Indiana, and Florida, and holy crap, Florida is kind of like uh, the New York of America, where, where, you know, where you go to New York and you know automatically that everything there is screwed up. Everything is backwards. Everything <laughs> is terrible. But you go down to but hey, maybe there's hope. Nope. <laughs> That's not yeah, I think, hey, Craig, you, you, had, hey, you Chris, experienced yeah. Florida a bit, right? <laughs> oh, no, yeah, I've experienced Florida a lot. Um, but what I'm actually wondering is if it's okay with you, Chris, if I get your, your number off the air and I talk to you about a few things that, that I got going on in my life. Because you sound uh, like um, uh, a very, very intelligent dude, and uh, and you sound like the things that I'm actually taking on. Um, so you sound like you could help me. Well, if you yeah, if you yeah, you go ahead and take my number down. Yeah, I'm, I'm more than happy to. Uh, and that and that's the entire thing is that I've <laughs> I've talked about this stuff openly. I want to talk to you off air. Oh no, that's fine. That's great. I'm just saying for for everyone for right. everyone else listening, if you look at uh, Mike Zabo, he was the chief of police of Waldo uh, Waldo Florida's police department, and there is no such thing as Waldo Florida uh, Waldo oh, I'm sorry Waldo Florida Police Department, and I'm going after another police department in the same way right now in Arizona. So I'm just saying like this stuff is wow. documented. <laughs> These people, I love law enforcement because. Upon entering that contract, you are accepting that you are willing to risk your safety to protect other people. But the moment, the moment that right. you deviate from that, that is unforgivable. And yeah, that's that's what I'm fighting. Chris, you're my new hero. Do me a favor and yeah. talk to me a second. What do you think about Avenatti in the news right now? What do you think about a lawyer doing this stuff, though? A lawyer cannot do this stuff because they are, are registered members of the bar association, and uh, they will literally revoke their bar card. And I worked with attorneys down in Florida. Uh, my favorite attorney was a woman in her fifties, and she was helping out with a law. I was kind of acting as a paralegal, so I was looking okay. for all this case law. And uh, <laughs> and in the time that we were working together, she received three different. Uh, Pieces of mail saying that she's under review from the prosecution. I told her I was like, "Look, I'm not trying to ruin your career. I don't. Want to, you know, I want you to be able to practice on everything. I'm not going to take that from you." And she's like, "No, these people actually need to fry." And I'm like, "Okay, here I am. That's I'm awesome. to for them. You are my new and hero, that, dude. Thanks for standing on my soapbox. Anything else you want to talk about while you're on air?" I think, well, no, not really. I mean, I think I think that people need to do a little bit more research before they. Before they what? You cut out just a second. Before they what? Chris. You cut out on us, buddy. 
Um, yeah. Do me a favor. Dude, I want you to call I, again I, sometime. The, I'm going to go ahead and put you call. off air with Jordan. Uh, Jordan is running the boards today in the studio. So Jordan's going to pull you off air here in a second. Oops, Thanks, Chris, for, uh, standing up, dropped, for standing up against corruption. Chris, man. Yeah. If you can call back in, Chris, uh, give Jordan your information, and Craig will get you off air. But thanks very much for that. I appreciate it. Um, Jordan, why don't you go ahead and let's take a break. We're about 39 minutes in, so we'll take a quick break and see if we get Chris to call back in to get his info. Thanks for standing on our soapbox there, uh, Chris. We definitely appreciate it. We're going to do a little uh, Blair St. Clair and uh, Now or Never. You're listening to Standing on My Soapbox. Give us a call and we're back, 347-989-0126. We'll be back in just a couple minutes. Like you know me, I live in the world of green, too bad at painting the dream. But if you really know me, the fuck made it out in the flesh. I'm here cause I'm getting it. I'm gonna turn the tide, I'm gonna live my life the way I want, the way I calling in buddy sorry dropped uh sound like a smart man we got we got a lawyer on the side of social justice i love hearing that yeah that's awesome give us a call guys 347-989-0126 anything you want to talk about we'd love to hear from you um appreciate you calling in yeah that was very interesting Uh, i'm going to look that up he said look under waldo florida and he helped uh and the corruption down there. Now he's going after someone near. I wanted to. So I wanted him. to talk to him. I wanted to talk to him on air about um, the Supreme Court and how it has repeatedly um, 
over and over again with all these anti-abortion laws that are trying to be put in front of them, that people are put, that different states are putting in front of them, uh, they repeatedly right. are turning these down, and they are not going to replace Roe versus Wade. That is, that is something that they are. It is is glaringly obvious that it's like, no, we are not going to repeal this. We are not going to reverse it. We are not going to replace it. It's done. So and and they keep going against it. So. And, I, and I'm not I'm not understanding what the different states don't get. You know, every right. single time they go and sign a law, it goes in front of the Supreme Court and it gets knocked down. So don't do it anymore. Just keep going the way we're going. <laughs> right. Exactly. So I wanted to talk to him about I wanted to talk to him about that. And once again, it would have been, you know, a whole bunch of guys talking about women and abortions and, you know, that thing. Well, can we get a women call? Yeah, well, hopefully we'll Chris will become a regular caller. We always we welcome regular callers. That'd be fantastic. Yeah, Actually, no, that'd be cool. Really his point of view. Very but nice. I'd like to hear <laughs> from some women. Yeah, right. Well, speaking of that, I mean, we had our, our government is so dysfunctional. Talking about government in there, we had another lone Republican today stop the foreign aid bill. It used to be foreign aid bills were the easiest things ever to get through Congress. They were always bipartisan. They've been trying to get this money for Puerto Rico, and uh, they were supposed to get it done a month ago. That's not even that's not even foreign aid, dude. Week. That's a U.S. territory. Well, yeah, but it, I'm talking the foreign aid bills for a whole bunch of things. But Puerto Rico. Those are United States it's citizens. Disaster, if anybody foreign, needs, I'm sorry. Currently, I call Peru. It disaster relief. It's disaster relief, not foreign aid. I'm a yeah. Disaster relief. And look at all the disasters that are happening bill. currently across the United right. States. Well, they're supposed to cover all, everything from last year. And they usually wow. pass those things right away, but last they they delayed it till last week, and a single Republican uh, stopped it from going through. And then today they tried to do it again with majority consent, and another one stopped it from going through. Uh, Represent Thomas Massey from Kentucky, of course, it's Kentucky or a southern place. Objected to request to pass the measure by unanimous consent. Kentucky's said, not uh, even southern, done? dude. Kentucky, oh, Kentucky's man. not even southern. If you look at it, it's it's up near Kentucky. You border Ohio borders it. So I, Anyone that drinks mint juleps is southern. They have mint juleps in the Kentucky Derby. They're southern. They win. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's that they Mason get part Dixon of the line. But so now we have no disaster bill going through again for the second week after it's already a month overdue. Well, I think we have Chris back on the line. Let's see if we have Chris back on. Jordan, Chris. let Chris back in. Chris, thanks for calling back in. Uh, we're sorry we, we lost you there. So pick up on what you were talking about there. Uh, no, sorry, I'm telling you right now that there are like tornadoes all over the west and the networks are down everywhere <laughs> people don't have like right. people don't have electricity right wow well, we appreciate your call we need to make you a regular caller we need a law person on staff because craig and i get in ourselves in trouble all the time i don't know if you listen to one of what craig <laughs> meant to say we're always putting our yeah. mouth from here to there <laughs> but what else is on your mind buddy give us uh, talk to us well well i mean we're there's just so much nonsense happening right now, you know. And and uh, I'm sorry, Craig. Did you have anything? I heard a little yeah, bit because uh, I, I was playing this on. The what the Supreme Court is repeatedly um, saying to all of these states that are trying to put anti-abortion bills in, um, uh, they're they're constantly turning those down. They're repeatedly turning turning down those laws. And and saying that they're not going to reverse Roe versus Wade, they're they're not going to repeal it. They're not going to do this. So why do these states continue to try to to mess with that? And, and you know, I'm, I, I I think a lot of it has to do with education, um, because the majority of those states are in the bottom half or the bottom. 40 of our education system in the United States. But I'm, I'm just wondering, you know, how you, how you feel about that. Cause uh, well, the, uh, what the Supreme court, you know, what, what they keep deciding to do. Well, I, I, uh, I go my way to understand that the reason that there is. South. 
and that uh, the promise of the North was that uh, the individual states would have their own sovereignty to a certain degree. So whether right. or not right. uh, they have a federal decision like uh, you know, Roe v. Wade, uh, right. that the states can always protest it. And I appreciate that even if they don't agree with the federal decision, that um, anyone for any reason government because I don't think the government is trustworthy to begin with. So right. not necessarily on this thing or any other thing. Um, right. I think that Just it's all the way that, across the board. That's that's how I feel too. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So so no matter so no matter what it is, uh, I agree with it or don't agree with it. I appreciate that a state can come forth and say we don't agree with petition you, know, and even if it's nonsensical, you know it's that they can do that, and you know. The challenge, because the only way that these people have, because they have huge heads. You guys got <laughs> the federal government has huge heads. That's what they do. They're big-headed. Right. They're very stubborn. They're very arrogant. So, if they're challenged on occasion, even if you don't agree with it, it's good that they're challenged because then they have to justify their position. Oh, okay. That's a good perspective. I actually like that perspective. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for clearing that up for me. Oh, no problem. <laughs> that the states, you know, that all, all the states ha- have the right to challenge whatever it is that they want to challenge. And that keeps our government I, in check, hopefully. Oh, yeah. because Okay, we all know this. We all know that they're, they're crazy. <laughs> they're crazy people. Who, sorry, I'm not to Who in their right mind would want, would want to run for political office? <laughs> Only crazy people. Right. All right. So, so we're talking about crazy people. So that's all we're doing. We're talking about crazy people and – If they have solutions, if they have solutions, well, if they, if they don't have – you know, The only reason they do it is for money and power. It's not right. for the good of the people anymore. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the government is crazy, and this is a foundational principle of what it is to be in, to begin with. The government is right. not trustworthy. Do not trust them. They are always shady characters trying to something – and the only thing that required is to Chris, do me a favor. Talk about what got you into social justice, because unfortunately lawyers don't get much of a better rap than politicians. What made you want to be a social justice lawyer? I think that's fantastic. Well, I'm a legal defense counselor. Uh, an attorney or a lawyer is registered uh, through the bar. They bargain him. So I never did that, so I'd never had to pledge any allegiance to any association. Um I was oh. pursuant to Schwarv I was pursuant to Schwarv the Board of Bar Examiners night where they said that uh, that the bar not limited anyone's practice of law. Gotcha. I like that. Wow. You're an independent nice. person. That's great. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. Um yeah, I'm t- uh, no, very a lot of respect. Really thing about <laughs> no, I, I I really do. But this is the silly thing about it is that literally you guys, anyone who's going to listen a month from now, I have never done anything in my entire life that nobody else could do. <laughs> it, it, nice. Well, that's it modest, but I think down. a lot of people won't do it. It's not you don't have the, that people don't have the ability, but they don't have the will to do it. So that's why hats off to you. You're right. Anyone oh, can do anything they well, want, but a lot of people don't actually do it. And you're doing it. Well, the the the, the difference the difference psychologically is uh, the follower and the leader. I was not trying to be a leader, but I became a leader, unbeknownst to me. You know, I wasn't trying to work my butt off to become a leader. I was going out of my way to shut down terrible people that I knew were doing terrible things. And I literally stood, not even stood. <laughs> Let me describe the situation. I was sitting in handcuffs on the curb right in front of the police department because that's where the cops pulled me over. And I told them to bring their chief of police out because I want to talk to him because I've been talking to this man for two months on the phone. And he steps out and he's like, I guess there's nothing I can do for you. You're already in handcuffs. You're already arrested. And I was like, guy, do you realize that the repercussions of arrogance are so much worse because you know what happened now? You now see me in handcuffs. You now know I'm going to jail. You know what's going to happen next? This is no longer me being a prisoner. This is you getting screwed out of a job because you're a terrible person. And he's like, yeah, whatever, take him away. And I went to jail. And I went to jail. I sat there for like eight hours or whatever. I got out. 
And then I started filing motions and charges against him and, like, 12 of his other officers. And then, uh, yeah, in 2014, there's no more Waldo Police Department magically. Yeah, you don't – the thing is about everything that has to do with these uh, social institutions, uh, the American, you know, project, uh, all these police departments. Uh, I, learned, I learned that a police department could be shut down because there was a police department shut down in Camden, New Jersey. I, I didn't believe right. it. I was like, oh, man. Oh, and I didn't understand what a, a police department is a third-party contractor. They're not actually – a sheriff is the only – a sheriff is the only elected law enforcement agent in a county. Everything that happens after that is uh, granted police powers from the sheriff's office. There are no – the police only have authority because they are granted policing powers. They, they – they the police themselves are not a state company. It's a third party contract. Right. And I had to learn All right, that. Chris, <laughs> I wanna I appreciate you calling in. I'm gonna put you off air with Jordan. She's gonna get your contact information and we'll have uh Craig give you an email or a text. We actually have another caller from Michigan on. I wanna bring them on and you can let Jordan yeah, if you want to listen Chris. in and we can bring you back in, okay? Really thanks appreciate for your call, you, man. Buddy. For sure. All right, Michigan, you're on the air. Who are you speaking with, and what do you want to talk about? This is Tapioca, baby. How you doing? Tapioca. Tapioca, how the heck are you? What's up, <laughs> darling? I'm moist, baby. Okay, we got to keep it on air. You got to you got to keep us up so we don't have to kick you off. <laughs> keep it keep it real. What, what's going on, man? <laughs> I like my tapioca moist, so it's a good thing. That's a good mm-hmm, thing. Okay. baby. <laughs> So what's up? What do you want so to talk about? I suffer from a condition called chronic prolapse. Have you ever heard of it? Chronic prolapse? No, I have not. It's when your lady business starts falling out. Well, that can be something to talk about. Um, like I said, again, two white guys talking about lady parts falling out is probably not the best thing on the radio show. Do you have any other topic you might want to talk I'm about? Not gonna have, yeah, I'm not going to have too much information on that. You might, though, Tapioca. We just need to spread awareness about it. Uh, well, it's I, a I real condition that happens I, to I, women and even gay men get prolapse. Well, and then who do you have to go see for that? Is that who do you, who do you go see to, to fix that condition? Depends. It could be your gyno or your proctologist. All right. Well, I hope you get that resolved. I appreciate you calling in, Tapioca. Anything else on news of the day, politics, or pop culture? No, babies. Y'all have a good day. Hey, we you appreciate too, calling Tapioca. Tapioca. Have an amazing afternoon. We appreciate it. We are having a fun chat today, my friends. <laughs> oh, we are going from social justice good to lady time. parts falling it, out all over the they place. They got it. They it's got, be no, I got it. Got to mention anus at least once, right? The callers got to go. Oh my goodness. Got to get in. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Man, well, my buddy, I appreciate you uh, coming out to see me in Vegas. Uh, I'm glad we had a great Memorial Day weekend together. I hope all of our listeners out there had a good Memorial Day weekend and were able to um, honor those fallen in some way or the other. And, and reflect. Uh, anything else you want to finish up with lives. today, buddy? Uh, I'm sorry, what? Anything you want to finish up with you. today? No, everybody, I, what, everybody be careful, dude. And there's all sorts of weather events happening. There's currently a tornado in Atwood, Colorado. So, uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's it, all over the United States. We have a massive tornado outbreak. And if nothing else, there's a bunch of flooding. So please uh, turn around. Don't drown. Uh, don't even be driving in this. I, you know, I, people are nuts. Be on the lookout. Um, we want Chris to yeah. stay safe where he's at in Illinois. Jordan, who's been producing us, is in Northeast Ohio. She's actually in Pennsylvania, Ohio. Um, yeah. We want her to stay safe. Guys, thanks for listening today and standing on our soapbox. We'll be back, like I said, the rest of the week. Every day, Monday through Friday, we're here except for holidays. Uh, 1 o'clock Pacific, 4 thanks, o'clock Tapioca. Eastern for an hour. Thanks, Tapioca. Thanks, Tapioca, thanks for calling Smith. in. There will not yeah. be a Left of Straight show today. We will be back next week when we have – Live shows here from Palm Springs with live guests every day from uh, 
Uh, we're going to be a little later next week. We're going to have Standing on a Soapbox a uh, couple hours later and uh, Leftist Trade Show. We'll talk about that on social media so you guys can follow along. Jordan, why don't you go ahead and play us out? We're going to play um, uh, our good buddy Scott Grimes, of course, good friend to Katie. Oh, he just and- got married. Last week he just got married. I didn't even. I don't know if I, if I even talked about that. He just got married to um, to his co-star on on the Orville. Uh, why can't I remember her name right now? Wow, that's really bad of me. Um, we will have, have to talk seen, about that tomorrow. You know, all yeah, over my all over my social media. Yeah. Well, congratulations, Scotty so Grimes. Cool. This is his version of Carrie out at the Mohegan Sun live version. You've been listening to Sammy My Soapbox. We'll be back tomorrow. Bye bye. Peace. This is the next single off the record. So, Carrie. Be careful. If, you, if, I, if I think you know it well enough to sing, I'm going to have you come up here and sing it for me. She's the kind of girl does what she's gonna say Like the friends she left behind How they gonna get away Tell me honey Living in the sun And I bet just begun I'm alright I'm alright Came a little town Just around the second day
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.